show life of a dog in a res a place where we share funny cringeworthy and inspirational stories from our beloved pueblo homelands stories that uplift the soul provide us hope and heal our spirits just like grandma sharing her bingo winnings with you <laughs> i'm your host yashti and i am so happy that you joined me today Today, I bring you a bonus episode as a follow-up to my interview with my friend and fellow content creator, Aisha Smith, on her wonderful podcast, You Are on Mute with Aisha. As you know, I am from the Pueblo of Tamaya, born and raised. I explain to Aisha what I know about growing up on the res, the life path I have chosen, and the inspiration behind starting the Life of a Dog on a Res podcast. I also touched on the history of my people my place in this world, and how I see myself as a Pueblo man, father, and educator. I made some statements that resonated with her. She felt compelled to elaborate on her bonus episode titled, Time is Irrelevant with Mike Garcia. With every new full episode, Aisha releases a segment called The Letter, a reflection of the conversation she has had with her guest. In Aisha's words, things don't usually end up the way we first envisioned them. That's how the letter came to be. It started with a newsletter on LinkedIn, then a vlog, then a podcast, and finally, the newsletter morphed into just the letter. I am excited to share with you Aisha's insight of our discussion and how the statement, time is irrelevant, has resonated with her. So, with that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy Time is Irrelevant with Mike Garcia. And remember... It's only resi to keep the temporary tags on your war pony long past expiration date. <laughs> Time is irrelevant with Mike Garcia. Dear reader, the time has come. It's time. Only time will tell. I lost track of time. Time flies. Time is money. Time. Do you feel it? Like it is slipping away. Like it is a most precious commodity. A treasure. A thing. Something to be controlled. Something to be outlined. Something to be agended, to be managed. What does time mean to you? Seconds, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades, a life, a generation. I see posts about time, a lot about how I am probably wasting it because I am not being productive. 
Maybe I should be working more. Maybe I should have more of a side hustle. Time on my hands is idle and the devil's work. Time means rest, which is something I do not have to earn. Time. What does time mean to us? Is time ours? Does a child have control of their time? Do you have control of your time? Do you get to decide when you get up or when you go to sleep? When I was listening to Mike share what time meant to him, his history, his family, it was revolutionary to me. In our dominant culture, we are controlled by time. Literally. We are controlled by time and our view of it. It is exhausting. My alarm clock wakes me up before my body and mind are ready. It impacts every facet of who I am. I make up for it when I can and I feel it. I pay a price. The people in my life pay a price. We pay a price with our health. We pay a price with our relationships. We pay a price with ourselves. I wish for more free time, time to read what I want, time to sit in a salt bath for as long as I want, time to bake all the Nordic banana bread I want to, time to do yoga and meditate and weightlift and hike if I wanted, time to sit with my girls, to enjoy them without managing them, time to look at their freckles while I still can. Time to be with them. Time infinite. Contrast this with what Mike shared. Time is irrelevant. We are here. We will continue to be here. It could be a million years. It could be a thousand years. The sacrifice of our people to get here today. All the hardships that were endured for you to be here in 2022. I write this now after in the United States, Roe versus Wade was overturned. I was upset, like many. Then I listened to Mike and reread his comments, and I could breathe again. Time is irrelevant. We are here now. We will continue to be here. I will continue to be here. I am here now. It could be a million years. It could be a thousand years. It could be 50 years. The sacrifice of all, all the people to get me here today. All the hardships that were endured by all the people before me. For me to be here writing this to you in 2022. It matters. The hardships of all the people that continued parallel to me. That have always been parallel to me. Whether I knew of them or not. Whether I saw them or not. Those hardships, the people are still parallel to me now. Whether I see them or not. Whether I know of them or not, they matter. I couldn't find all the words in one letter to grasp the profound impact that my conversation with Mike had on me. Then I had an epiphany. Why do I need to grasp anything by June 30th, 2022? Oh, that's right, because I created a self-imposed deadline for my news article. What I've given myself is the gift that time is irrelevant my future podcast and news articles will include Manifest Destiny, Colonization, Reservations, Pueblos, Peoples, Tribes. We all know the history. 
or do we? Turtle Island? The Tree of Life? 1491, the year before Columbus landed. The stories of each village, each tribe that defines who they are, lumped together by white people that couldn't pronounce the names, didn't care. And yet, do we all know this history? How are we as a country, as a globe, as a world, growing or shrinking from this history, from 1491 to today? Because no matter what happens, it will always matter. Time is irrelevant. Warmly, Aisha. Thank you for listening to the rebroadcast of the letter, Time is Irrelevant with Mike Garcia. As Aisha states, and I quote, Time is irrelevant. We are here now. We will continue to be here. I will continue to be here. I am here now. It could be a million years. It could be a thousand years. It could be 50 years. The sacrifice of all, all the people to get me here today. All the hardships that were endured by all the people before me. For me to be here writing this to you in 2022. It matters. Aisha gets it. For all the people before us that sacrificed, we should honor by making those same sacrifices to ensure that the next generation has the chance to carry on our language, culture, and traditions. In the spirit of the letter and how time is truly irrelevant, I want to play you a song from my people. Song is one way that history is passed on to the next generations. Stories of our emergence, migration, hardships, struggles, happiness, joy, and finding our place of readiness is shared through song and are timeless. Back in 2016, the Tamayame purchased land back from the King Brothers that was originally part of our ancestral migration path and homelands. It was around 84,000 acres, a small fraction of what was originally Tamayame land. But I'll save that argument for another day. In episode 4 titled, I am Tamayame, a retelling of the migration story of our people, I recite a story of how the Tamayame lived across a river from the Tsiame people. Each day, the women of Tsia would cross the river and help the women of Tamaya village grind corn and with daily tasks as a gesture of goodwill. The men of Tsia got jealous of this and planned to destroy the Tamaya village with the help of the Navajo and the Ute that recently arrived in the southwest. The Tamayame heard of the plot and decided to abandon the village and flee for safety. There lived a very old woman and her great-grandson, who stayed behind at the abandoned village because she was too old and the child was too young to travel. The place where the abandoned village of Quistepu Tamaya was located is part of our ancestral homelands that we purchased, known in the Tamaya language as Kuikinipu, along what is known as Siku or Mesa Prerta. Where the Tamayame fled to was a mesa known to us as Kiniawa. These places mentioned in our migration stories are not just legends or myth, but actual places that tie us to this land, to our people, and to our way of life. This song was sung for our annual feast day for Santa Ana on July 26th. The song mentions the ancestral name of the land, 
how the traditional leaders and the people accepted the land back into their hearts and how the land has once again given the tamayame blessings, life, and fruits it produces. This is a practice session recording, and the singers and drummers are still learning the song, but the spirit, power, and beauty of the song is present. Feel free to get up and dance, but remember, the tamayame have a tricky non-pause in part of the song. So, good luck! <laughs> Enjoy!
Thank you for listening, and I wish you many blessings and years filled with Fiesta Burgers. <laughs> to my great listeners, Life of a Dog on a Res now has swag. In appreciation to you, my loyal listeners and res dog lovers, I am running a contest to give five lucky winners the opportunity to win a Life of a Dog on a Res t-shirt. I will post a picture of the t-shirt in the show notes. All you need to do is DM me on Instagram your best res dog haiku, and your name will go into a drawing for the merch. If you don't have social media, you can always email your entry to lifedogres at gmail.com. Remember, the rules of writing a haiku are as follows. No more than 17 syllables in the entire poem. Haiku is composed of only three lines. Every first line of haiku has five syllables. The second line has seven syllables. And the third line has five syllables. So head outside, throw a few pieces of old tortillas at your favorite res dog, and ask for inspiration from Seti. Here are some examples of wonderful haikus from my loyal followers of the show. If you hear your haiku read, as Oprah says, you win a shirt, and you win a shirt. (laughs) Sorry, I can't give away cars, houses, or vacations like Oprah, but she doesn't have life of a dog on a res swag. So yeah. (laughs) The first winning haiku goes like this. Tick behind the ear. Growling, kicking in a dream. Chasing things unseen. Another gem. Pocket full of rocks. Next mean dog house coming up. Wish Grizz was with me. Good old Grizz the rest dog. Rest in peace, Grizz. <laughs> One more. Rambunctious on three. Chasing rabbits, running free. Happy as can be. Nice. <laughs> If yours is one of the three haikus that was read, hit me up and claim your shirt. So, get that res brain rolling. Eat a spam sandwich, drink hot coffee, eat hot chili, and smoke a cigarette for inspiration. Oh, and don't forget to feed your spirits, ask for blessings, and save the leftovers for your loyal resmut. Here at the Life of a Dog on a Res podcast, we are always looking for funny, cringeworthy, and inspirational stories from our beloved homelands. If you would like to come on the show or submit a story to be read on the podcast, I would love to provide that space for you to share with the world our beautiful way of life. I know not all live on the res, but we all have a story. Please come share it with us. You can DM me on Instagram at lifedogres.podcast or email me at life dogres at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you and learn if you dare not whistle at night. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's the end of our show. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Life of a Dog on a Res podcast, a place where we share funny, cringeworthy, and inspirational stories from our beloved Pueblo homelands. I hope this episode brought a smile to your face, made you laugh, and inspired you to do good things. I truly appreciate all the love and support that you send and wish all of you the happiness and joy that we all deserve. If you love the show, please like, follow, subscribe, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It will truly help spread the word to our families, friends, and fellow res dogs. Until next time, Shao Ho Ba. Talk to you later. Bye.
A special shout-out goes to Ginger Snaps, the HOK, Mr. Stripes, KF, and Brother Man John Deere in I-Town for your ingenuity <laughs> of preserving swamp cooler pads for future generations. Keep it real, keep it true, and keep it sticky free. <laughs> Bye. Today's bumper music was provided by Sherry Niha from Zuni Pueblo. The song was composed by her father, Wilton Niha. Sherry has blessed us with a harvest song from her people. She chose to sing this song after witnessing the beautiful rainfall on the cornfields, nourishing the crops, flourishing with life and beauty from the blessings of the rain and the happiness received. Eloqua, Sherry, for the song, blessings and inspiration to continue our beautiful way of life.